Hello and welcome to the first episode of Z Talks. Today I will be talking about generational stigma surrounding mental health. Now the topic of breaking generational curses, stigma has been trending and it is one of importance. Generational stigma surrounding mental health refers to the negative attitudes and beliefs about mental health that are passed down from one generation to another. Even with all the research and awareness that has come about, there is still the stigma that lives around us. And for some, it also lives inside us. It's important to understand where this stigma comes from. Now, the perceptions of mental health in the past were extremely dangerous, and these historical factors might have contributed to the negative attitudes and beliefs that currently surround mental health. And in the past, people with mental health illnesses were seen as outcasts. Some saw them as witches. Others saw them as being possessed. They were deemed unfit to be a part of society. And there were extreme, extreme treatment methods that were used that today are definitely unethical. Another place where this stigma comes from is the lack of education and awareness, which leads to inaccurate or misleading information. Older generations may have grown up with limited knowledge about mental health conditions and their impact on individuals and society. But today, we have those resources. We must ensure that we not only educate ourselves, but those around us as well. And we need to remind ourselves that in order to break this generational stigma, we need to be open to changing our thinking patterns, our previous beliefs surrounding the topic of mental health. And when we educate ourselves, we're able to use the terms correctly, you know, not this, um, you know, using terms as adjectives. So like someone who likes to be tidy, likes their house to be clean. Um, people call them OCD. Oh, oh, you're so OCD. So using terms as adjectives is definitely incorrect. Um, and it's important to educate ourselves on that um, because I have seen even people in the field of education, sometimes in the field of psychology, just exchanging that. And I feel like it's not, it's not that they know that they don't know that, you know, it's not right. I think it's just, you know, what is being talked about um, in conversations, how conversations flow. So that is definitely um, something that we all need to work on. Um, and I feel the main uh, thing surrounding this stigma is the cultural and societal norms. And as we know, as we've seen, we can look back, we can look into our community, into our culture. And we can see that mental health is still heavily stigmatized. There are negative thoughts and attitudes that promote 
this idea that seeking help for mental health is shameful, is a sign of weakness. And in different communities, they may deem it unnecessary really to speak to a professional who is a stranger when they can speak to a family member. And what some don't realize is that it's better to speak to a professional than a family member or someone who you know, um, because it'll provide a space where the person will better understand themselves, they'll better understand the situations that they're in, and they'll also be able to develop proper coping skills. And, you know, the professional will be able to develop proper intervention for that person. And, you know, if we think back when we were younger, there was that person in our family, whether it's an extended family, whether it was a family friend, that may have seemed like the outcast of the family for not really abiding by the norms. And I want you to think of that person. Now I want you to identify whether their actions were further cries for help. Were their mental health concerns dismissed? It probably was. And this is why there are they are the outcasts of the family. And as we get older, we start to realize that our cultural and society norms surrounding mental health is flat out incorrect. This is why more people are talking about breaking the generational stigmas that were passed down. Now, for the people who are breaking these generational stigmas, who are trying to challenge these past judgments and thoughts of others' mental health, it's also hard because they are questioning these cultural norms that people usually do not um, go against, that people do not usually question. Um, And a lot of times what happens is, you know, people tend to downplay other struggles or blatantly dismiss it. So if a young person is depressed, what do people say? They say, what does he or she have to be depressed about? They have a roof over their head. They have their family. Why would they be depressed? Or people saying, you are too young to have a panic attack. I'm sure you're just overreacting. Or my favorite is you're not having anxious thoughts. You're just too scared of everything. Or, you know, people saying, oh, I didn't know that you are such a scaredy cat. You know, I thought that you were stronger than this. Um, You know, if you have a breakdown or if you're just not feeling it or if something's happened, you know, seeing this, you know, Um, this mental health struggle as a sign of weakness. And we also have those who compare. For example, you shouldn't be depressed. Look at your life. I'm the one that should be depressed. You have everything. Another one, you know, is that if someone is talking, and I've seen this a lot, you know, they're just, you know, explaining, you know, let's say, for example, uh, the person's having some anxious thoughts, they're not really feeling like themselves, and they're really thinking of seeking professional help, and they're confiding in this other person. The other person would say, oh, no, you're fine. It happens to me. It happened to the neighbor. It happened to this person I know. Um, So you really don't need help. Just stop thinking about it. 
they're not provided with the spotlight to tell what they are going through and actually providing them with the right resources. These days, there are so many people in the field that can help. There's so many resources out there for people to learn about themselves and about others. There are resources for families, for friends, for partners, for um, bosses to deal with, you know, others who struggle with their mental health and how to approach people who are struggling. Um, there are so many more examples that I can give you, um, about the different misconceptions, um, of what I've heard of what I've seen both on a professional and personal level. Um, but I'm going to keep those for when we delve into the misconceptions of depression, anxiety, PTSD. We're even going to go into autism, ADHD. Um, so I will leave it for that. Um, Another thing I want to talk about is there's this huge fear of discrimination of people being labeled if they do come out to say that they struggle with their mental health or if they do have a mental health condition. So it's important. Why is it important to kind of shine the light on this? Because there are real consequences of this of this stigma. And the first one is that individuals will be less likely to ask for help um, out of fear or stigma of this discrimination. And what can happen here is that it can lead to delayed treatment and negative outcomes. And what are these negative outcomes? They're worsening of symptoms, reduced hope. They'll feel isolated. They'll have difficulties in everyday tasks, also have difficulties in relationships. There will be a lack of support and understanding from family members and friends because they're less likely to provide support and understanding if they still hold these stigmatizing beliefs. And stigma can also contribute to mental health disparities, with marginalized communities experiencing more significant barriers to access mental health services. And it's extremely important that we address this stigma, and in order to address it, First and foremost, we need to improve education and awareness. And I find that debunking these myths and misconceptions surrounding mental health is the first step because you're kind of going against these previous beliefs that you have embedded to you that were passed down from generation to generation that you see um, every day. So debunking these myths and misconceptions help in order to challenge all of these negative beliefs and stereotypes. It's also important to provide empathy and support for individuals with mental health concerns. And this will allow a safe space to be created for individuals to discuss their mental health. And it will, you know, kind of help 
people seek the help that they need without fear of discrimination or stigma. And I just want to remind everybody that just because someone doesn't talk about something doesn't mean it's not heavy, doesn't mean it's not happening. And remember to be kind to others, especially with everything going on in the world today. I want to thank you for listening, learning, and growing with us on Z Talks. Um, I hope you like this episode. If you have any questions, if you have any comments, you can go ahead and message me on at edupsych.z or at growingwithz on Instagram. And I'm open to any chats you would like to have. Um, in the future, there won't be only some solo talks. I'll also be bringing some people who are professionals in the field of psychology and education and mindset, mental health, to come and help us, um, you know, delve into these topics even more. Thank you again for listening and have a great day.